0: Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family, because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hey there, friend, and welcome to this episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for clicking that play button and listening in whatever you're doing. Maybe you're washing dishes or driving or playing with your kids or a family member, I just like imagining what you're up to as I sit here and record and you get to listen now. It's so fun. Today, I have an episode for you that's really short and sweet. We're going to keep them kind of short and sweet for the month of December, because I know that this is a busy season for so many of us where we're going here and going there, but I want to still give you help and support that can help you navigate this busy season really well and in an an introspective, healthy way. So we're going to talk a lot about um, people-pleasing and overcoming the fear of judgment, fear of what other people think. So for this first episode, we're going to start there. like Fear of what other people think fear of judgment and people pleasing is such a thief of our confidence. It steals confidence from us. It steals a lot of other things too, but it steals our confidence from us because we're busy trying to fit in. We're trying to measure up and we're trying to make sure that other people's perception of us is good. So we're trying to basically control how other people experience us. So I saw a definition of people pleasing, and it's just so good because I think people pleasing can, I don't know, in my mind, it just feels so awful. It's like one of those things that I don't want to admit that I do, but throughout this year, especially this year in therapy, it's been almost a year, which is crazy, but through that, a lot of blind spots have been illuminated, like things that I've struggled with and not been able to label. Not that we have to label things, but I think naming them is part of, can be part of acknowledgement and then learning to accept ourselves and be gentle with those parts of ourselves while not being willing to stay stuck in that one of those things that's come up for me is people pleasing, but I just didn't name it and I didn't want to even recognize it in me because of um, the stigma that I had attached to it and the shame and the, I'm less than if I'm a people pleaser or if I'm trying to make other people happy. So I didn't even acknowledge something about myself because it I let it make a statement about my worth or value. And that's a huge lesson in and of itself that you could take away from this that we can avoid acknowledging things about ourselves because we already assume that it makes us less than or it proves that we're not enough. So we avoid the truth, which is antithetical to self acceptance. Self acceptance isn't just about the easy things or not growing or staying the same, self-acceptance says, I accept all of the parts of me. I'm going to acknowledge the less than qualities or the things that I wish were not there because acknowledging them is necessary. Learning to be a whole person and not just try to put our best foot forward and filter ourselves so that other people experience us in a more controlled way. We can learn instead to just be ourselves and accept all of the parts of ourselves that we might not like. And for me, one of those was and is people pleasing. Like I didn't even want to admit that it was a thing. But I saw a definition that I want to share with you and I think unlocks everything and it can take some of the shame out also to remember how many people struggle with this too. Like you're not alone and your value and your enoughness is not based on how good you are or how little of XYZ that you do. Maybe it's people pleasing, maybe it's something else, but it's not based on that. It's your intrinsic inherent value. So whether or not you struggle with this, don't let it say, make a story about you. Anyway, this quote is that people pleasing isn't being quote unquote, nice. It's trying to control another's perception of you. And that's such a powerful definition because the more that we define it or look at it a different way can help us recognize it inside our own selves where we might not gravitate toward this statement of, you know, people pleaser or, man. there's some other really similar phrases like that, but we might not gravitate towards that, but we can see how we're trying to control other people's, um, idea of us. We're trying to control their experience of us, which is totally impossible when we're trying to control their perception of us, because it involves us thinking that we know what they're thinking without asking them what they're thinking. So it's based off of a jumble of assumptions rather than just asking how they are, are, or maybe not even caring what they think, because we're on mission. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. So I wanted to leave you with a shorter episode. I'm going to break this out into some other parts in other episodes for December. So stay tuned, but we're going to be working towards overcoming this people pleasing, this need to fit in. It's so ingrained in us, right? It's so ingrained for us to want to fit in, for us to want to be accepted. And that's not a bad thing. That's how you've been created. That's exactly how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to want belonging. It's a core need for you. And in that core need, we still have to be mindful and diligent of how we get that need met. So we're not going to do it by people pleasing. We're not going to do it by worrying what other people think or what other people want us to do or say or be. We're going to be authentically ourselves and attract people who will value us. And at the same token, repel people away from us that are not going to value us. So we gain confidence. At the beginning, I said that people pleasing and fear of judgment, fear of what people think, fear of rejection is a thief of confidence because we're, instead of putting effort and energy into what we're actually called to do, maybe it's, maybe it's something that's a daily habit that you can confidently implement. Maybe it's a daily habit you could confidently let go of too. Or it's something big, some big dream that you need to be taking small steps towards daily and you need that confidence or you're going to derail. You need that confidence, that bolstering up rather than looking sideways to be like, how is so-and-so doing it? How should I be doing it based off of what so-and-so said to me or I heard you know, this, this speaker that I respect say like, no, what are you supposed to be doing? That will give you so much confidence if you're tapped into what you're supposed to be doing. So don't let people pleasing steal from you. Don't let your desire to be nice and control how other people experience you steal your ability to go forward and get stuff done. You do not have to worry about what they think of you. You don't have to be having that inner dialogue running all the time, wondering what they're thinking, or if I act this way, they're going to respond this way. You don't have to let that take up any of your energy or drain you. Maybe you need to put social media aside. Maybe you need to wait to have a conversation. Maybe you need to have a confrontational um, conversation and get some things out in the open to where you can navigate and talk through them, but don't let the assumption of what other people might think rob you from your destiny, from the mission that you've been given If you want more on confidence and you want to grow in that, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash confidence. And I have like a 10 minute video with five things that steal our confidence from us and five ways to feel more confident when we shift those along with some tips and tricks. Again, that's at yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash confidence. I think that'll be a blessing to you too. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day and remember... There's nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.